Hey, welcome to 247 Real Talk. This is your host, Julian Perry. It's a pleasure to be here with you. On this episode, I'm going to talk to you a bit about suffering and the truth that lies within. So sit back, relax, and I'll be right back with you. So once again, welcome to 247 Real Talk Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Julian Perry, and I'm here with you on the audio podcast as well as the Mogul TV network. On this episode, I'd like to I'd like to tell you a little bit first about how I choose episodes. And, and I'm going to start it off by telling you that um, in the upcoming episodes, I'm going to have guests on the phone. Um and we're going to discuss various topics related to real-life situations, some heavy-duty stuff and some real stuff. So I, I would invite you to stay tuned and make sure that you uh, have reminders set up and, and everything so that you are able to um, make sure you don't miss an episode. The audio and the TV episodes might not always be in sync, but they are the same episodes. So in choosing an episode, especially when I do a monologue, I'm choosing something that, that I have planned sometimes, like with guests, and then other times, something happens that triggers what I come to you with, what I speak to you about. And today, what I'm going to talk about a bit is something that a, a good friend of mine, who's been on the show before, I won't call his name out at this point, but we have continuous dialogue, you know, most days of a week, every week. He is someone um, of intelligence, someone well-spoken, someone who knows a lot about activism and, and the history of, of the struggle of colored people. And I'm going to tell you something about that, that, that uh, phrase, colored people, in a moment. Um, on this episode, he said, I'm looking down because I'm looking at my phone. He posted something on Facebook and I read, it was a quote from Dr. Cornell West. And the quote says, you must let suffering speak if you want to hear the truth. You must let suffering speak if you want to hear the truth. And I found that statement to be so profound and so powerful Powerful because truth lies, a lot of truth lies in suffering. People who have, you know, who are well off, who have gotten there by whether it be regular means or, un, or irregular means or whatever the case may be, a lot of times they have to lie to themselves, lie to themselves about how they got there and lie to themselves about their promise maybe at one point they made in their lives that when they were up and coming, I mean, not talking about people who were born into wealth because then they make no promises to, to, to anyone. We're talking about people who, you know, many, many of us work hard. 
we managed to get somewhere, maybe not to the top, you know, the millionaires or whatever, but we get enough that we have enough to share. And when we do, we forget the people who stood alongside us, who helped us up, whose shoulders we stood on to get there. This is the same with many uh, businesses where we get black leaders, uh, colored people who rise to the top and they have people who surround them and support them in their quest to be great. And once they get great, they forget the people or they leave the people abandoned on their own to fend for themselves. People who, have, who are loyal to, 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 to hoping and, and loyal to, to faith and loyal to hoping to one day stand that tall too. So it's the same thing I've said before in previous episodes. When we look at the problems that color people face, it is, if, if, if you are a leader, if you are a member of, the, of this government or any government, you're, you're someone who sits in Washington on your high horse, someone who proclaims to the nation that you understand racism in every level and systemic racism and you understand the plight of colored people, then you need to come talk to those who are suffering. Because it is evident in the fights that go on in Washington and the statements that are made by many politicians that many of them have, have, don't have a clue what it is to struggle. Their level of struggling equals our level of, of wealth and satisfaction. Their level of saying, you know, I lost uh, half a million dollars on the stock market where many of us have no clue what it is to have a bank account with half a million dollars sitting in it or to have stocks valued that much. Their complaint that their kids didn't get into an Ivy League school because of, of one reason or another, when our people in our neighborhoods don't have any Ivy League schools they can ever get into, when the schools in their neighborhoods are designed to be failures, when the, when the bottom of the barrel, the, the lowest amount of, of investment is put into these neighborhoods. We might want to think that help is coming. But I believe that all this that you see in front of you, the poverty, the, the, the disparity in, 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 in income and wealth, the separations of, of classes is by design. You can't be rich if no one is poor. You can't be the top whatever percent if there's no one beneath you. And if you want to be seen as the best of the best among your wealthy friends, then you're driven to become wealthier. You're driven by greed. And you will crush anyone to, to get to that place. So how do we sort of balance out the playing field? Well, we, we, we elect leaders we elect governments, members of governments, members of Congress, people who are supposed to have our best interests at heart, people who are supposed to apparently understand our struggles, but they don't. People who seem to bring out all these, these mathematical equations and algorithms as to why they shouldn't help us. Someone, a, a government right now that stands in our faces that tells us, that Ukraine is more important than the citizens of the United States. And no, I'm not just talking about student loan forgiveness. That's part of it. I'm talking about all the other sufferings that we're going through. I want you to stop and think about COVID. 
especially those are here who are in New York, New York with me, but around the, around the nation. I want you to pay real close attention when COVID came out, when they set up the, the, the what do we want to call them, the stations where you could go get tested and, and all of that. Where were they? It wasn't until reporters who were open-minded raised questions and, 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 and concerns in a wider forum where embarrassment would have been a problem and political careers could have been hurt, then resources were sent to the, to the colored people's community. You hear me saying colored people a lot. I was speaking to my friend today and I used the word minorities. And what he pointed out and why he, why he made me conscious of using the word minority is because in reality, minorities are the majority. The majority of people in the United States of America are colored people. Make no mistake about it. I'm not talking, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm including those who think they're not colored, but they are. They're mixed and they're colored, but they do their best to turn their backs on their ethnicity. What he, the point he was making about using the term colored people, not minorities, is, is very important because the minute we stop using the word minority, the minute we understand that we are the majority, maybe then we begin to understand the change that we can force, the change that we can make, the impact that we can have that, that changes the equation where change doesn't come from the top anymore. It's going to come from the people, from the bottom up. Imagine Regardless of the top 1% wealthy in the world, imagine since colored people make up millions upon millions of people in the United States and around the world, imagine the power we have if we withhold our dollar. Imagine the power we have if we decide to support our own. Imagine the power we have if we who own businesses, colored people, offer services that are with the highest of standards, with the, with the most politeness and the most efficiency, that we are second to none. Now, I'm not saying this to create a segregation, so don't get me wrong. I'm saying this because when we create a system, once again, and this was done before, many people know about Black Wall Street. If we create a system where people of wealth see their wealth start to diminish because they're no longer getting the dollars from the millions and millions of minorities around this world and around this country. When we start encouraging each other to open businesses and we support each other with our daily needs, the, the, the pack of chewing gum for a dollar, the bottle of water for a dollar, wherever we buy from, we look for ourselves. And those of us who stand on the inside as business owners make sure we provide the best of service possible, that in your rating service, there's second to none. When people start to see that their pockets are being hurt, when they're no longer getting the numbers that they're supposed to because the, the, the masses, who are us colored people, decide that we've had enough. Decide we've had enough of others making decisions about our lives and we continue to suffer. Deciding that because others are making these, these decisions that are making our conditions of living so difficult, that we are too busy to go out and form a coalition to make a difference. We are too busy surviving. 
We're too busy running here, running there, picking up this kid, dropping off this kid, trying, and, and we're doing that you know, on the subway and, and going to the person far away because they were the cheapest you know, and they were the easiest, and, and that's all we could afford. Everything surround, is surrounded by what we could afford. Many people in, 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 in communities where there's a lot of violence, where the communities that have been designed to be oppressed where violence is inherent because it was implanted there. I will say this over and over again. We were all born the same way. We all open our eyes to this world the same way. We don't open our eyes and become immediately violent as children. It's a matter of conditioning. It's a matter of molding us into who we've become, taking away the resources, denying us opportunities, giving us very few options for survival. Even an animal, the best, the most, the gentlest or the, the most ferocious animal will react the same because what we fight for before anything else is life, to live. And so we do it in a, in a manner that, that ends up causing our demise, actually, causes us to fight each other for the little territory that they leave to us causing us to, to, to kill each other over something that they implanted. And I say it again, we did not wake up one morning with a bundle of money and start bringing an influx of drugs into our community. No, we did not. Leave the responsibility of that and point it to where it belongs. You know, I, I, I notice as I watch my numbers of people who listen to me, I notice there's a, there's a change in trend. Even more so now than I'm network TV. The station that I own is a is a colored, a black-owned station, bringing voices not a, not along the lines of prejudice and racism, but bringing out stories of truth, stories of real life. This is why this is real talk. And and I realize that I see the shift in the in the demographic, so to speak, is certain people have walked away from following me because I understand they don't want to hear our truth. In a real twist, though, other people who I didn't expect to follow me have jumped on board. Maybe because they identified and they, they can't speak it for, for the fear of being shunned among their own. So this gives them some sense of the reality that they know exists. I've been calling, I continue to call for us to join together as people. To stop envying each other, but understand the power we have as people. To make those in Washington and everyone else who, who, who designs the policy that creates our environment, who, who take away our choices to be great, they make the decisions for us. Even when you do your best and you, and you stay out of any, any trouble and you, you, you stay indoors and you study, your, 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 your opportunities are so limited. And out of every 10 of us who decide to break whole, who decide to live in the danger and hide in the corner to eventually emerge as a star, when our shining moment comes, someone snatches it from us by telling us, thank you for applying. It was great being able to meet you. However, we decide to go with another candidate. And we know, whether it's admitted or not, many companies around the United States, many companies in New York, even though things are changing, many companies have a, a limit as to how many of us color people they want to be seen. 
when they do their company photos as the face of their companies. We've learned over the last four or five years that there's been a reemergence of racism. When I say reemergence, I don't mean it's recreation. Reemergence, meaning it's been there and it's rising, it's, its ugly head has risen again. It's been given the opportunity to show itself and say, it's okay to be this way. I admire Generation Z. Because as you look at today's generation, there's such a melting pot. They don't see it anymore. I long for the days when the competitiveness of this world is based upon the contents of my character, as the great Martin Luther King said, and not the color of my skin. When I thought about my episode today, this was not my intention. It was not my intention to, to stay on this subject, and, and, and I promise you the next episode we were going to branch out on many more impactful issues in our society. But this is bothering me. It's on my mind because as I look at what's going on, as I listen to the radio, as I go to work and hear how the stock market is, 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 is you know, losing uh, ground daily, when I hear, like I did today, that layoffs have quietly started, I think about so many people, me included, the whole the millions of, of colored people who represent the majority of people who own student loans. And I keep going back again to student loans because I will say it again. This is something that the president right now has in his grip, that if he has the intestinal fortitude to stand and say, I will do this regardless of re-election bid. I will do what is right because I have come to the people and said array that I am righteous. The difference it will make not just in the quality of life, not just in giving people a chance to, to buy a home or pay their rent or, or even afford the food. Have you seen the prices of food? While they talk about gasoline going down, prices of food have skyrocketed. Your grocery bill is three times, and that's no exaggeration, what it was. And now we hear that OPEC is cutting oil production, so gas prices will go up again too. To add to that, companies have started laying off and then to make sure that they put the dagger in your heart they'll come to January and say hey I need you to pay your student loans maybe you won't have a job by then or maybe you, you're barely making it now and it even, it's even going to be harder then what do you do who has enough understanding of the suffering who knows our truth to be able to lift us out of this bondage that we're in. It is time for us to stand up and be heard. Not by asking, will you please? But by saying, you will. You will because if you don't listen to me today, my brother and sister will join me tomorrow. And eventually there'll be millions of people around this world that can impact and affect elections and economy. And we will stand together and support each other against all of those who seek to continue to oppress us. Until you make our neighborhoods better by bringing more resources as you do to other neighborhoods into ours. Until you provide, if it's security, whatever it is, so that good teachers, when I say good teachers, I don't want to discredit the teachers of the minority communities right now, but good, let's say more resources so our classrooms are less crowded. More resources for the teachers so they have the tools to teach with. More opportunities when we go for employment that show the real face of America and not the face of your company that despises too many colored people in its midst. 
where we stand up and learn to not fight our brother and sister. When one person picks up a gun to shoot another and recognizes that instead of aiming that at my brother, put the gun down, use the power of the pen, use the power of my presence, support each other and unite, build a force of people who have, who we, are, we already have the intellect, we already have the knowledge, we already have the smarts, and we have something that many other people don't have, and that is the ability to survive. It is time for you to stand up and be heard the right way, not the violent way. The violent way just makes all of those who criticize us, you know, or say gives them a reason to point their fingers at us and say, see, we gave them a chance and look what they're doing. But you know the chance is not real. And the only time you're going to get the real chance is when you demand to be heard and make sure that the consequences of not listening to us are so damning and so detrimental to those who want to continue to be greedy and wealthy that they will have no choice but to bow to it and recognize that God created all men and all of us equal. He created us in his image and therefore we are all related. I go back to that quote that I, that I based this podcast episode on and I'll read it to you again you must let suffering speak if you want to hear the truth I thank you so much once again for your support and for being part of 247 Real Talk podcast as we share our joys as we share our knowledge as we share our perspectives and hopefully as we effect change I'm your host Julian Perry and this has been Real Talk Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.